You're listening to The Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 120, Feeling Underappreciated. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find. It's something you create. And I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, and fall in love, or back in love, with being a nurse. So come along with me, and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. Hey there, my friends. How you doing? I hope you're having an amazing summer. We're enjoying ours over here. It has been hot. So we're spending a lot of time at the lake, which is our favorite place to hang out. We went to the lake last weekend and went swimming and had a little barbecue. And then me and Eli came home and Marcos and Evelyn stayed and camped out. They had a little daddy-daughter campout date, which was Evelyn's first time camping. So she was so excited about it. So excited, in fact, that she could barely sleep. She ended up staying up to like 10 or 11, I think, running around the tent talking about how excited she was just to be in a tent. So she had a lot of fun. And I hope you guys are enjoying your summers as well, enjoying the nice weather. Today, we're going to be talking about feeling underappreciated, because this is something I hear nurses say a lot, where they don't feel like their patients appreciate them. Maybe their patients aren't thanking them or acknowledging their hard work. And maybe their patients are even doing the opposite of that right? Maybe they're telling them that they're not working hard enough. They're not doing a good enough job. And they feel like their patients don't understand. They don't know everything that's happening behind the scenes and how hard they're working for them. Or they feel underappreciated by management or administration. They think they don't really know me. They don't really care about me as an individual. They don't take the time to get to know me or ask my opinions or listen to my feedback. So maybe you just feel like you're being taken for granted. So if you're feeling that way, we're going to talk about it today, and I want to help you tap into more appreciation in your life. Because I think feeling appreciated is so important. It's a huge part of our satisfaction. When we feel appreciated, then it lets us know that it's all worth it, right? Like the stress, the effort you put into being a nurse, we're willing to do it if we know it's making a difference, if we feel like we're making a valuable contribution. And I get that. I love hearing people express gratitude or seeing the impact I'm making on people's lives. That feels really nice. When I was younger, one thing I loved to do was little secret acts of service around my house. So I would go and sneak down to the basement when I was maybe three or four years old and I would clean it up when my mom wasn't around and then I would just wait because I would be so excited I'd be like, when she comes down and she sees that I put away all the Barbies and all the Legos and everything, she's going to be so excited. So I would wait there and then she would come down and she would express tons of gratitude. And of course, she didn't know it was me. She had no idea it was me. So she would say thank you to the sweet helper house elves that came and cleaned up. And I loved hearing that. I loved hearing her be so happy about it and seeing her gratitude and knowing that I had done something really helpful and important. So I get it. It feels really nice, right? And when we do that, then it lets us know that it was worth it, right? Like that effort to clean the playroom felt worth it because I knew it made a difference for my mom. If she had just gone downstairs and not cared, 
then I might have thought, oh, maybe that wasn't so important. That didn't really matter. And so I think sometimes we feel like if people aren't expressing that gratitude or they're not giving those gestures or doing those things that we think would show their appreciation for us, then we feel kind of stuck because we're like, well, I guess it wasn't even worth it. But I think this is kind of an interesting thing to think about because sometimes we can do things like kind things for people and still feel good and not feel a lack of appreciation. So I told you when I was younger, I liked doing those sneaky little things to sh- to show kindness, right? So one thing that I liked to do was my family had this tradition where we would leave May baskets for people on May Day. I don't know if that's a thing anymore or if that was even a thing for other people back then. I don't know. In my family, it was a tradition we had and I loved it. We would make little baskets by taking a paper plate and folding it and then stapling the sides And then we would stuff it with candy or little notes and we'd bring them to our neighbors or drive to a friend's house and we'd put it on the doorstep and then bang as loud as you could on the door. That was the best part and run away and get in the car or speed off or whatever. So they wouldn't see you. They wouldn't know it was from you. But even though I never got to hear people express gratitude for that and express appreciation or even see them smile when they opened the door and saw what we had left... I still felt amazing. I still felt a lot of pride and like a sense of contributing. And so it's interesting to realize that sometimes we can feel appreciated or feel proud of ourselves or like we're making a contribution even when other people don't express it to us or do those gestures we think would lead to us feeling appreciated. So how could that be? How could it be that we could still feel appreciated without someone expressing it? The reason is because it's not about what someone else says or does. That's not what makes us feel appreciated. What actually makes us feel appreciated is the story we believe about ourselves and about our contribution. So when I cleaned the playroom and my mom came and expressed all that gratitude, When I heard her say that, I was giving myself permission to think thoughts like I did something awesome. I made a difference. I'm so helpful. I made a valuable contribution. So I gave myself permission to believe those things. And then I felt proud of myself and I felt appreciated. But the same was true when I delivered the May baskets and nobody said anything. I was still giving myself permission to believe that story. So what I want you to know is in our lives, we don't have to wait for anyone to express appreciation for us. We can feel appreciation by believing a different story, by believing that we're making a valuable contribution and that what we're doing matters. And that all comes from you. So what I want you to know is that appreciating you is your job. Okay, so when you're making your job description as a nurse or just as a human being in the world, you've got different responsibilities, things that you are supposed to do, right? Your tasks, I want you to add appreciating yourself to that list. Okay, now I know sometimes we think it's other people's job. We think it's my patient's job to make me feel appreciated or it's administration's job to make me feel appreciated. But that's not true. And when we think it is, it can be really frustrating. So it's kind of like doing a group project. 
We've all done lots of group projects in our days, right? In our days in nursing school and long before that, right? Elementary school, you're doing group projects with people. How many of you love doing group projects? I'm imagining zero hands going up. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe you're one of the rare people who loves group projects. But for me, I always found them kind of frustrating because I felt like the grade I would get depended on other people and I couldn't control other people. So if they didn't do their part or they had a different vision than me or a different quality or standard of what they thought the project should be, then I was kind of stuck. And in our lives, when we see appreciating us as other people's jobs and we're making it a group project, then a lot of times we're waiting around. We're like, they're forgetting to do their part, right? So we feel underappreciated. We feel that lack in our lives. So when I tell you that appreciating you is your job, I hope that comes off as really good news because it means that nothing's going to fall through the cracks, that you get to feel appreciated. Now, I know for some of you, that might not sound like great news because you're like, Abby, I've already got a million things on my to-do list. And now you're going to add appreciating me to the list. Like, can't I just delegate that one? I know sometimes in our lives, it's nice to delegate things. I'm all for that. Like, I love to delegate cleaning my house when I can. I pay someone on occasion to come and clean my house. And I think that's wonderful. So if you want to delegate that, go for it. I think delegating at work is a really important and useful thing. If there's something your CNA is capable of doing, it's in their scope of practice and you need that help, then delegate for them to go take vital signs or do a bed change. That's really useful and helpful instead of just trying to do everything ourselves. But there are some things in our lives that we can't delegate. Sometimes I try to delegate really stupid things to my husband. (laughs) Like if I'm really tired and we're laying in bed and I'm like, oh, it's time to get ready for bed. I really don't feel like washing my face. Then I'll try to delegate that to him. I'm like, will you wash my makeup off for me? And he's like, no, that's not going to work out. (laughs) So I try to delegate really dumb stuff, but... There are things that we just can't delegate sometimes, like breathing. You can't delegate to someone else to breathe for you. I can't turn to my husband and be like, I'm getting real tired of breathing. Could you breathe for me for a while? Now, I know all you nurses are like, well, you could be put on a ventilator. So I know, I know there are ways that you could still breathe without doing it yourself. But that's not ideal, right? And I don't know what the equivalent of that would be in this situation, but I don't think it's healthy, right? So we don't want to opt in to being on a ventilator and we don't want to opt in to delegating, appreciating ourselves to other people because that's something that we can do ourselves. We're totally capable of it and it really is the best way, all right? So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how to appreciate yourselves more so you don't feel that lack of appreciation. But first, I want you to know that Like I said, like delegating doesn't work so well. And I want you to know why. It's not just that you would do a better job of it, though you would, because even if you could delegate, other people aren't going to do it the way you want them to all the time, right? Like during Nurses Week, I loved Nurse Blake's um, posts about 
kind of the lame gifts that we would get for Nurses Week where it's like, oh, this chapstick or this pen light or whatever. And it was like, yeah, these are things that are gestures of appreciation, but not everybody feels appreciated when they get those things. Some people actually feel kind of bitter or annoyed, like that's it, that's all you got for me. So other people aren't going to do it right all the time. Even with bigger things, like at the beginning of the COVID pandemic, did you guys watch those videos of people applauding healthcare workers, like in big cities like New York and LA? And for me, I thought that was really touching. I really appreciated that gesture of support and appreciation. And I would get teary-eyed when I watched those videos because it meant so much to me. I was like, oh my goodness, look how much they support us. They care about us. But other people, other nurses would see those videos and some of them would feel offended by it or not offended, but just trapped and not appreciated. Like we're being taken for granted. I heard a lot of people say, I don't want to be a hero and no judgment for anyone who felt that way. I'm just showing you that some people might feel appreciated by a certain action and other people don't. So it's not the action itself making us feel appreciated. It's our interpretation of it, the thoughts that we think. And other people aren't going to do it right all the time. They might not choose the way to express appreciation to you that you then interpret as appreciation. Okay, so they're not going to do it right. And really, they don't have the power to make you feel appreciated. Even if they are 100% appreciating you. Because think about what appreciation is. It's a feeling. So really, we don't know if people appreciate us or not. A lot of times we look for actions that we think are demonstrating appreciation, but someone could just be walking around feeling appreciation, but no one would know. It's like sometimes I make dinner and usually my husband's really good about saying thank you, but sometimes he'll just be distracted, you know, with the kids and whatever, and he won't say thank you. So I'll kind of playfully nudge him like, notice how I made dinner? Did you, did you like that dinner? And he'll be like, oh, did I not say thank you? And he'll be like, I said it in my head. And I always laugh at that because I'm like, well, saying it in your head doesn't make me feel appreciated, right? Because it doesn't. When someone thinks thoughts of appreciation, even if they feel appreciation, it doesn't create appreciation for the other person. But the thing is, even saying it out loud, like if my husband says, thank you for making dinner, that also doesn't make me feel appreciated. Because remember, it's the story I then choose to believe. If I choose to believe, he really does appreciate me. He's so glad that I made dinner. I did a good job making dinner. I've worked really hard today. I'm contributing to my family. All of that creates my feelings of appreciation. But I don't have to wait till he says that to feel appreciated. I could give myself permission to believe that story right now. Okay, so other people really don't have the power to make us feel appreciated. So that's why we can't delegate it to them. And like I said, they're not going to do it right anyway. So I think this is really good news that appreciating ourselves is our job because then it's not going to fall through the cracks. Everyone can feel appreciated if they just appreciate themselves. Right? Like right now, I think the way most of us think about it is it's other people's jobs to appreciate someone else. So it's kind of like I think of a phone tree. 
Like, I was recently watching a show where the town gossip found out some juicy news, and she was like, I'll activate the phone tree. And so with a phone tree, one person goes and calls someone else and tells them something, and then that person calls someone else, and that person calls someone else until eventually everyone's included. And I think that's the way a lot of us approach appreciation. We're like, okay, it's my job to appreciate this person, and then that person appreciates this person, and they appreciate that person, and they appreciate that person, and then hopefully... There's no breaks in the chain and it makes it around so everyone gets to feel appreciated. But what I want you to know is we could all feel appreciated if we took responsibility for appreciating ourselves. Okay, now I want to ask you, why don't we appreciate ourselves? Like, why do we want other people to do it? Why do we want them to express appreciation to us? Why do we want to make others feel appreciated? What's behind all of that? I think that's an interesting thing to look at. Like whenever I'm feeling a lack in my life, I've realized it can tip me off to some of my underlying needs. So for example, our class in Bold Nurse Society this month that just came out this week is called Dare to Compare. So in our lives, a lot of times comparisons feel like a problem. How many of you feel like you get on social media and you can't help but compare your life to everyone else's and feel like you're not measuring up. Or maybe you compare yourself to your friends at work and your coworkers and you think you're not smart enough or you're not doing a good enough job. So a lot of times we use comparisons in a way that feels really disempowering. But the point of our class this month in Bold Nurse Society is to learn how to use comparisons in a strategic way, in a helpful way, in a way that fuels you and moves you forward and helps you gain insights into your life. So spoiler alert for you Bold Nurse Society members, one of the things we talk about in this class is how to use comparisons to gain insight into your needs that aren't being met. So if you are on social media and you're comparing to someone else and you're like, wow, their life looks so fun or their family looks so amazing or I wish I had that house, then instead of trying to shut down the comparison, we can ask ourselves, what can I learn about myself from this comparison? Maybe I have some needs that aren't being met. Maybe I don't feel like I'm getting to take a break as much as I want to in my life to relax or do things I enjoy. Maybe I feel like I'm missing out on some hobbies I have that I really enjoy and I'm just not finding the time for. So that's useful to know that the reason I feel jealous or shameful or upset is because that need isn't being met. Now, instead of being jealous of my friend and just feeling bad about my life, I can get to work trying to solve for that need. You see what I'm saying? So I think that's what we can do in our lives. When we feel a sense of lack, we can be like, what's going on here? What's under the surface of it? So if we're feeling a lack of appreciation, if we're feeling underappreciated, then we can ask ourselves, maybe there's a need not being met. And I think one of the big needs with feeling appreciated is we want to feel connected to other people. That's why we want other people to appreciate us. We want to know that they value us, that we're important to them. And that's why we want to offer appreciation to other people. We want them to know they're important to us. So it's good to know that that's what's at the root of it, that we're seeking connection. 
So instead of waiting for them to make us feel appreciated, let's fill that need for connection. So maybe if you're not feeling appreciated by administration, maybe you actually just want to feel more connected to them. And you're saying, you know, I don't feel appreciated because they don't know me personally. No, you don't feel connected to them because you want to know them better. You want to build that connection. So what can you do to build connection with administration instead of waiting for them to reach out and build connection with you? Because here's the thing, you guys. I bet a lot of them think the nurses don't care about getting to know me. They probably think they get annoyed when I come around on the unit because they're busy and I don't want to disturb them. I don't want to bother them. And maybe some nurses do feel that way, right? And so if you want to interact with administration more, why don't you reach out to them? Schedule a time to stop by their office and just chat with them for a few minutes. Just say, you know what? It's important to me to get to know my administrators and I want them to get to know me. I know not every nurse feels that way, but I do. So I would love to come and chat with you for 10 minutes. You get to start that process of building connection. All right. Here's another thing. If you're feeling a lack of appreciation in your life, if you would like to feel more appreciation, I want you to listen to these statements and tell me where are we losing appreciation here, okay? So if you feel like your patients aren't appreciating you enough and you're thinking they're so ungrateful, they're so irritating that they always want more and they don't thank me enough, they're doing it wrong, they're not being a kind person. Or if you think my charge nurse should appreciate me more for everything I'm doing during the shift or my coworker should appreciate me for the help I'm giving them, they're not doing a good enough job saying thank you. Or administration, they're making my life worse. They're not appreciating me. They're taking me for granted. So when you listen to those statements, I want to ask you, who is creating the lack of appreciation in your life? Is it them? Is it your patients, your administrators, your charge nurse, your coworkers? No, it's you. You're not getting to feel appreciation because you're not appreciating people for the way they are, for the way they're being. You're thinking they should be different. They should be appreciating you more. So do you see how we are losing that appreciation? We get to feel it when we appreciate other people. When we think they're so lovely, they're so kind, I adore them. When we appreciate them as they are, we get to feel those positive feelings, that admiration or gratitude or connection with them. But when we don't appreciate them for not appreciating us, we miss out on even more appreciation. So that's another way you can invite more appreciation into your life. Instead of dwelling on people not appreciating you enough, let's just go and appreciate them for exactly how they are. What can we find to genuinely appreciate? Let's put our brains to work looking for that instead of looking for what they should be doing differently. And if you do that, you will create more appreciation that you get to feel. Because remember, they're not going to feel your appreciation. You might do things and they might choose thoughts that generate appreciation for themselves, But when you appreciate other people, you get to feel it. So that's pretty awesome. Let's stop robbing ourselves of appreciation. All right. And then, of course, we can generate appreciation for ourselves as well. 
And I think this is something that just takes some practice doing, some mindfulness to be intentional about offering ourselves appreciation. This last week on Instagram, I asked a question, did a little poll in my Instagram stories, and I asked people, do you take the time to stop and appreciate yourself? And I had two answers there, right? It was, yes, of course. And then the other one was, wait, is that a thing? Like, do people really stop and appreciate themselves? And just about 50% of the responses I got were people saying they don't take the time to appreciate themselves. So I know this is a common thing. We just go through our lives not appreciating ourselves. And I'm totally in that habit sometimes. Sometimes I act like an entitled little kid to myself where I think about what I accomplished that day and I'm like, that's it? That's all you did for me? Right? It's like a kid on their birthday. Like, that's the end of the presents. What else did you do? What else did you get me? (laughs) I feel like that's how I treat myself sometimes. I'm like this entitled kid saying, I never do enough. But let's be intentional about offering ourselves appreciation. So I often talk about how when we're speaking to ourselves in unkind ways, like we want to realize we would never talk to other people that way. We want to talk to ourselves the same way we would talk to a friend. And it goes the same for those positive things too. The positive things we say to a friend when we thank them, let's start saying those to ourselves too. So the other day I caught myself doing this and I was like, oh, that's awesome because it happened so naturally. Sometimes it doesn't, right? Sometimes I'm that entitled kid. But other times I do. And the more I practice it, the more naturally it comes where I offer myself that appreciation. So the time that I really noticed it, I was sitting down to eat lunch and I had made myself a really big yummy salad. And I sat down to eat lunch and in my head, I like delightedly squealed and was like, thanks for making lunch. Just like if I went to a friend's house, right? If a friend made me lunch, I'd be like, oh my gosh, thank you. Where a lot of the time I don't do that to myself, right? I just go about my day and I make myself something to eat and I'm like, yeah, because you were supposed to. But no, we don't have to do anything for ourselves. So when we do, let's not be entitled about it. Let's be like, oh my gosh, thank you for making me lunch. Thank you for taking me to get my hair done today. Thank you for exercising or thank you for spending time talking on the phone to your friend because you just really needed to have a heart to heart and have a good conversation. Like, thank you for all those things you're doing for me, right? Because we are, we're not entitled to any of it. We don't have to do any of it for ourselves. So let's give ourselves that appreciation. And as we do that, as it becomes a habit, then as you go about your shift, you're like, thanks for charting. I appreciate you charting on that patient. I know it's not very fun. Or thanks for doing that bed change. It's important for our patients to be clean and to get turned and to feel comfortable, right? So thanks for doing that. We don't have to wait for our patient to say it, to say that made such a big difference for you to come clean me up. Let's say it to ourselves. Thanks for taking the time to do that. Just like we would say it to a CNA or a coworker who helps us out during our shift. So that's what I want to encourage you guys to do. Create appreciation in your life. Don't wait for other people to do it. Don't feel bad about yourself or feel like a victim because no one's stepping in to fill that need. You have the power to create appreciation. 
So let's notice the things we appreciate about ourselves. Let's generate more appreciation towards other people. And let's see what other needs we have that we can fill. Do we have a need for connection with others? And as we meet our own needs, then we will be fulfilled no matter what other people do. Then we'll take care of ourselves. When we appreciate and respect ourselves, then we're not waiting for other people to do it. We're not waiting for other people to set boundaries even. We can uphold all of that ourselves and make sure we're treating ourselves with appreciation and respect and that we're valuing ourselves. And then we're going to make decisions from that place that lead us to healthier, more fulfilling situations in our lives. All right, my friends. So give it a try. Create some appreciation and then let everything other people do just be an added bonus. Because like I said, we love to hear it. Like I like when my husband says, thank you for making dinner. I'm not going to wait to feel appreciated until he does that. But when he says it, then it's just a little extra, right? It's like, oh, that's awesome. I appreciated it too. I'm so glad that he appreciated it. So let's let everyone else be the added bonus. When our patients appreciate us, when they bring in those gifts, isn't that so nice? Sometimes your patients bring in a gift, like some treats for you or a thank you card. It's like, oh my gosh. I appreciate that so much. That means the world to me. And it becomes even more meaningful because we're not expecting it, right? We're expecting ourselves to appreciate ourselves. But then when other people do it, we have even more opportunities to appreciate, right? To really reinforce that story that we appreciate ourselves and we get to appreciate them for doing something kind even more, right? So that's just a bonus. But you don't have to be lacking. You don't have to be underappreciated. Okay, my friends, you're amazing. Give yourselves permission to believe it. Thank you for all that you do. I appreciate you. And while I hope that means something to you, really the opinion that matters is your own. So I hope you appreciate yourself. And if you don't, that's your work to do. And I'm here to help you do that. But let's not go around feeling underappreciated. All right? deal? Okay. Let me know how it goes. Hit me up on Instagram. Send me an email. Check in with me. I love to hear from you guys. All right. I'll talk to you later. Have a beautiful week. Take care.